The Evolution Channel is sponsored by Eternal Gold Beauty, the most advanced skincare line in the world. Awaken your skin to aging in reverse at eternalgoldbeauty.com today. You're listening to The Frequency of Creativity with Melinda Har Curley. Welcome everyone to The Frequency of Creativity where we are at the intersection of energy and art. I'm your host, Melinda Har Curley, and to see how I energize my paintings through nature and light, sign up for my newsletter at melindaharcurley.com. You'll see my latest work, my upcoming exhibits, and my occasional giveaways of small prints and you'll get links to the latest podcast as well melindaharcurley.com today i'm excited to talk with leah guzman about her upcoming book the art of healing and manifesting welcome leah hi thank you so much for having me here melinda And thanks for being with us today. Leah, I'm excited to talk about your new book. And you've already written two books on art therapy. So tell us about your new book that's coming out. Yeah. So the new book that's coming out is called The Art of Healing and Manifesting, Creative Exercises for Living in Abundance. And this book, uh, I've been wanting to write it for about years. And I finally said, you know what, it's time, it's time to show up and and follow through. Because what I um, what I've learned in my practice as an artist and art therapist is, is that when you have a desire, um, when you want to like put yourself out there as a creative, or you want to manifest something, some something in your life, there has to be um, an alignment, an alignment of your energy, of getting in connection with source, um, getting really clear about what you want. And sometimes there needs to be some healing to happen in order to get there. So um, what I've done is I've taken um, that knowledge as, as an artist and um, I've created some exercises in my knowledge as an art therapist and put them together of what I've been using in my practice. So I have a signature program called the Art of Healing and Manifesting. And so I, I support creatives and up-leveling every area of their life. So when you were looking at, um, you know, if you're wanting to manifest a lover or, you know, step into your power um, as a creative and put your work out there, or if you're, you know, wanting to bring in more money or more joy, whatever that is, and the book is giving you creative exercises to to heal, but also to manifest. So it's it's really looking at uh, the law of attraction. It's looking at chakra knowledge, and it's looking at art therapy as a way to um, you know tune in uh, and use your art as your superpower to to get what you want. Oh, and I love that, Leah, because we're on the superpower network. So I love using art as your superpower. Leah, we're going to have to take a short break right now. And before we do, can you share with our listeners where they can find you? Yeah, you can find me at leahguzman.com, which is my website. And then I'm also on Instagram at leahguzmanart and art therapy uh, online. Thank you. And please stay with us. 
because we are going to go much more deeply into the art of healing and manifesting. The Superpower Experience goes way beyond the podcast. Listeners can connect with hosts and one another inside the Superpower Universe Plus membership. Members get access to high vibe connections, superpower masterclasses, and much, much more. Don't wait another moment to step into your superpowers. Go to superpowerexperts.com and sign up today. We're back with the frequency of creativity where we are at the intersection of energy and art. We're talking about art as healing and manifesting with Leah Guzman. So Leah, you said in describing your new book, you said that um, the art of healing and manifesting is your signature program and that you've been uh, working with this program that you developed for a number of years. Mm -hmm. Tell us, how do you work with clients in helping them to heal and manifest in using art? Well, we're looking at what my client's desire is. It's getting really clear about what your goals are and what, what what's the big dream? What's your big reality that you want to be stepping into? So once we're able to do that, we can look at well, what are those blocks? Well, you know, what do you think that is is stopping you? So it could be um, that you're anxious. It could be like past traumas. It could be um, just like need to work on your self confidence or need to learn, you know, more about business aspects. Um, you know, there could be a variety of things. What could be stopping you? So what we do is we utilize the art. We we meet online and um, I guide them through processes to help them get. Um, you know, through those limiting beliefs and be able to change their mindset and then really step into and, and take those next steps, those baby steps to get them where they want to go, right? Get them to that that place of, of showing up for themselves, to show up authentically, to share, share their services, share their art with, with the world. Well, what, what are the kinds of arts that you have your clients do as part of this program? Yeah. So it could be for, like I said, like stepping into um, that desire, that that reality. So it's actually creating that, like they will um, do imagery about that look like for them. So if it is manifesting a new uh, bathroom and kitchen, which I did just recently, it's like, that was something that I desired. Right. And so I created that, right. It's almost like a vision board, but you're bringing it with your own artistic skills. Um, and then, you know, like I said, I also mentioned it, what are those blocks too? So it's, it's diving deep into looking at, okay, what, it, you know, what are my limiting beliefs? What are, what am I telling myself of why I can't have what I want? Right. So it's really identifying what that is, drawing it out, you know, because we have, we have these little monsters could be our ego. It could be, you know, some childhood trauma that is, creeps in and tells us that we can't do it, you know, that we're stupid or small. So we really look at it, like we'll create the art about that and really get in touch with it and learn that we can befriend it, befriend that fear, because the fear is always going to be there and um, learn how to show up with it as well. Mm -hmm. So Leah, I'm so excited that we are going to have a part two of this podcast 
that it will be a separate recording and that you will actually guide us through one of these processes in the book so that our audience can experience what it's like to go through one of these processes and looking at blocks. So Leah, can you just share with us a little bit and give us a little taste of what that process will be? Yes. Well, what we're going to be doing is uh, we're going to focus on a focus wheel. That's what we're going to do. We're going to actually create a focus wheel so that you can identify, look at every area of your life. So we'll do eight different sections of this pie and really look at what we want for each section. So it's whether it's our our relationships, with our money, with um, our work that we do, with our health, um, even your spirituality, self-care, all these different areas. And we're going to be able to rate ourselves, kind of see where we're at now and then where we want to go and get really clear because for us to get to one point to the other, we've got to know where we're going. So it's giving you the opportunity to um, look at what you want um, and kind of assess where you're at. And then, you know, take the, you know, identify those next steps of how you're going to get to where you want to be. Mm -hmm. Well, we're really excited to, um, you know, have that actual process that you guide us through as a whole separate podcast. So that everyone that's listening and perhaps watching on the YouTube channel, um, that will be part two of art of healing and manifesting, and we'll all get to experience this process with Leah that has been so successful with, you know, so many of her clients. Leah, can you share with us, like, some of the changes that your clients have made uh, in working through this program with you? Yeah, most definitely. The benefits are um, really focusing on the self-care aspect. So it's creating that structure throughout your day so that you um, giving yourself time for your creativity. So you can actually get into that creative flow, um, taking care of your health, your body, um, you know, putting yourself first so that you have a full cup and so that you can able, you know, to help others. Cause a lot of times we're always giving, 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 and not really getting to a structure. So that's that's the main thing. So like once we're able to get that that self care need, um, you know, that's that's first. Then we're looking at um, what are those other desires and 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 stepping into that. So I've had clients um, who wanted to have their artwork in shows and build websites and putting their work out there, and they haven't done that yet. And they did. They're very proud of themselves. I had one client that. Um, really wanted to heal her, um, her, her relationship with money um, and realizing when she, you know, understanding her blocks and her limiting beliefs. And then when we did art about it, um, she, she created her money monster and she really got intimate with that and realized that these, um, you know, beliefs came from her parents and that how she was able to, you know, really look at that and, and start changing the, that talk with herself. And then she created her money, honey. And the funniest part. <laughs> is that I love that. Her money, um, honey. Yeah, her money honey was actually, um, it, it was a, a male figure, very handsome male figure. And she actually wanted to manifest the lover too. So just a few months after that, because we identified all the things that she wanted in her lover, she got together with this man who she's still with uh, and looked just like her money honey. I was 
shocked. And like, can you remember this this image that you created? And she was shocked too. She's like, it really is. It's a match. So it's amazing how you know what you can create in your art, how you can manifest things. You can bring it. They literally attract it to you by by creating it. So Leah, when you work with um, people, do do they draw with charcoal? Do they paint with watercolor? Do you have them work with clay? Specifically, what kind of art do you have your clients do? Mm, yeah, so that's where I get to use my my knowledge as an art therapist, and I I can you know pick out things like materials that will like most benefit them. So a lot of times I'm working with what the client is comfortable with, and I might push them a little bit. So um, we do use um, you know a lot of drawing, a sort of drawing materials such as markers and color pencils, which are has a lot of control. But if I'm really wanting to like a client to express an emotion and have and release whatever that energy is, I will go into a more fluid painting. Well let's, you know, let's get it out in, in another way. And if I have a client that's dealing with like a lot of like anxiety, um, then I really want them to get grounded. So I'm gonna give them, ask them to get some clay and and use clay um, to you know absorb that energy and create art around that and create whatever it is I'm, I'm guiding them that we're working on that they want to either heal or, or manifest. So it's kind of like they go together. Um, but like I said, you usually have to do the healing part to get to that, that manifesting part. So Leah, you met, you have two books you wrote on air, art therapy. You are a board certified art therapist. Yes. Can you share with us exactly what art therapy is? So art therapy is a mental health profession where um, it's a relationship between a client and the therapist, and we're utilizing art as a means to express emotions. So if you were going to go to a mental health counselor or psychologist to like talk about your feelings, you're using words, right? So there's a, that verbal language. We're actually, we are talking in therapy, but we're, we're using the arts as a means to communicate. So we're using um you know, the symbols, uh, picking out different symbols, picking out different colors, and even like the lines and, and how you create it is, is an expression. So we are, um, the, our therapist guides um, the client into creating, and then we're reflecting on it. So we're re reflecting on it by your expression, but also how is it relating to your life? That sounds really interesting. <laughs> it is fun. <laughs> So, um, you know, as I mentioned earlier, um, and you say this on your website too, you say very prominently on your website that art is your superpower. So Leah, how do you use art as your superpower? Well, it's always been there for me. It's, it's been, um, there when in the tough times it's been there, um, in the good times, and I just know that I can always use it to um, to create what I want. Like, I, I know that, like I was saying, like, I can use it to manifest. And what's beautiful about the art is that I see it as an, more of like an oracle for me. So that where, um, you know, sometimes if, if I am confused or if I'm lost, I can use the art as a, a way to get messages um, from the divine, from source energy because there's always something there. There's always some sort of meaning that I can like look at it and say, okay, what do I need to know? Or what's my next best step? 
and intuitively I'll get the downloads like, oh, this is what it means. And that's what I get to help my clients with as well. It's like, well, what does this mean for you? And uh, what do you think that next best step is? So I'm, I'm, I'm assisting them in learning about their own self and learning about their art as well, like, because it has messages through those symbols and colors that you're, that you're using. Leah, I'm listening to you and you sound so adept at what you're doing. I see the passion in you about it and the love for this work. Leah, how did you come to art and then how did you come to helping others as a therapist through art? That's a great question. Um, Well, I've always been an artist all my life. And um, in high school, I actually had a really turbulent time because we we moved around a lot because my mom's went to I went to three different states, three different high schools. And like I said, in the tough times, like my art was always there, right? Mm. And so it was during that time that someone had asked me what I wanted to do when I grew up. And um, I told them that I love psychology, I loved art. And they sent me this article about um, a little boy who had cancer and he had an art therapist. And the art therapist was helping him draw out little Pac-Man eating away his cancer cell. Mm. And he eventually went through remission and didn't have cancer anymore. And I was like, wow, it's really beautiful, you know, to be at a time in your life where you feel like you don't have control, but you got your art. Right. And anyway, that's cancer cells. So I was like, I want to do that because I knew that it was helping me, even though I didn't have an art therapist at the time, but I knew that I could help other people because I knew how powerful it was. So I knew I was going to go to college and I studied art. And then um, to be an art therapist, you have to get your master's. So that's when I I got my master's um, in art therapy. And, you know, I've had times in my life where um, I wasn't creating. And those were the dark times. Those are the times where, um, you know, my own anxiety or bouts of depression kind of came up and snuck in. And then I realized, again, that the art, I need the art. It's like, it's like that one hand that you have, you know, and the other hand I can give. So as long as I'm able to balance and, and be in alignment with myself, having that connection, because like I said, like the art is that connection to source. Like it feeds me, right? So that I can have that full cup. And so when I realized that I needed both of those, it's, it, it helps me be able to give to others and, and share that, that practice of art therapy. So, and Leah, several times now you've referenced, and I don't know if these are your exact words, connecting to source. Mm-hmm. So do you have certain practices that you do to help you to connect through source or does your art connect you to source? Or what do you even mean by connecting to source? Ah, another good question. Yeah, it's great. Um, I feel that, you know, having an, a, a variety of ways um, to connect to source and meaning that it's connecting to your higher self. It's, it's connecting to whether you want to call it God or universe or it's really um, being in, in tune with your intuition um, and feeling and guided on your journey. Like there's this higher power that um, that that can guide you. So I do many different things. Like I wake up every morning and I meditate like at 5 a.m. And, and then I journal. And through that practice, I feel like I get those downloads. It, it gives me the downloads of what my priorities are going to be for the day. And I do create throughout the day. I get little pockets of time um, where I, I get to, to create. So that's another way to connect with source. Um, just being outside in nature is another one. So 
I feel like there's many different avenues of, of connecting. Um, art is one, um, but I know that if I'm not practicing those self-care, I'm off <laughs> and, and it doesn't feel as good. Like I, I don't feel um, purpose. I don't feel an alignment. Like I said, that the anxiety will, will show up. Um, you, you know, I won't, I won't be in a good mood. <laughs> that is happy. Um, and I won't have anything to, to share or give. So it, it's really important for me to, to be my best self and to have that, that self-care. And that's what I teach others too, is, you know, put yourself first, give yourself that love. You, know, you have to love yourself up in order to like, to give more. So um, you talked about connecting with your higher self. Mm-hmm. And then you have a whole series of your own artwork that's called mm-hmm. the Higher Self Series. Why don't you talk about your own artwork and your Higher Self, that series? Yeah, so that's, that's a little collection that I just started, actually. And um, I love birds. And birds are little messengers to me. And it's so funny. Um I, it, like even crows, like they, they'll come out of nowhere. I'm like, what is going on? It's like, they like, <laughs> they want to tell me something. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, like I have these, diff- this interesting connection with birds um, and maybe because I'm looking for them or maybe because I'm appreciating them, but they, they just keep showing up. So when they are showing up um, to me and in my life and I have a really nice backyard, they'll come in my backyard. I just want to paint them. So it's funny when I started like looking up the, the meanings of the birds. Um, that's what I, that's what I always think it's funny. It's like, what is showing up in your life? It doesn't have to be a bird. It could be whatever animal or something that's showing up in your life. Look up the meaning, right? right. Uh, and then when you look up the meaning, you're like, wow, that's really powerful. I could, I can see how that's a connection mm-hmm. um, to me. So it was like the little mess for me. And then when I write down the, the meanings for each of the birds that show up, um, I've had the people who actually bought some of those paintings say, wow, that really speaks to me because I feel like I'm in that, that point of my mm. life. Mm. So interesting. And then I love the other and my favorite, and I love all of your work. And my favorite series is the emotional landscape series. Share with us your inspiration and meaning behind that series of paintings. Yeah. So that, that one's more abstract. So for me, it's. And I'm an abstract painter. So (laughs) obviously that's why I'm drawn to the more abstract, (laughs) your more abstract work. Yeah. I kind of like to go in both little worlds, you know, the, you know, painting uh, from real life, but also painting from the abstract, but the abstract is actually, it is the ocean. Like I'm really I feel so calm and so at peace. And I live near the ocean. I live in Miami, Florida. So like the water is like a mile from my house. So I I go to the beach often. I just go look at the ocean and it brings me to this space of just calm. Like it just washes away everything where I don't have to think about, I don't know, I could just be be really, really present. Um, And so this series, it's mainly blue because I'm really attracted to blue. Um, But I, I call it the emotional... I've got to go landscapes, seascapes, emotional scapes. It's definitely, I, I wanted to create that sense of calmness and tranquility. And it was just like a release for me to keep me there. And so when I created this series, that's kind of the feedback that I got. It's like, I do, I did this for myself. I always do it for myself first. And then when I put it out there, it was interesting to see people's reaction to it because they're like, 
I feel so peaceful when I look at that. I feel like that, that tranquility. I was like, yes, that's, that's what I, that was my intention for creating the series. And I want to bring that piece you know, into your home, into your space. So that's, that's part of that, that process of me creating it. Leah, I don't, this is a hard question for an artist and you may or may not be able to answer it. And if you can't, that's fine. Okay. As an artist, and this is what we talk about on this show, mm-hmm. um, because it's so fascinating to me. As an artist, how do you think that you imbued the energy of peace in a painting? How do you do that? And are you able to answer that question? Yeah. So are you, so just to make sure I'm answering it correctly, how do I um, encompass, embody that? Imprint. Imprint. Imprint into the painting. Translate. For me, it's, it's how I show up and what my intention is. So, like I said, like I, I want to be in that peace state for that series. I'm going to be in that peaceful state as I, I, as I create it. Um, you know, I, I create really ugly art too, but it might not be what I'm selling because I'm not showing that. But I, you know, it was like if I need to be cathartic and, and get that anger out, let me let it out. Yeah. But for that particular series, um, like I said, I was I'm going to the beach every day. I remember I made it last summer um, <laughs> and we, we took many trips to the beach and I would just come home. I'm so inspired and, and being in that space. Um, I felt that that energy was being transcribed, sublimated into that work. So um, yeah, that's kind of where, that's how I feel like it, it comes through because of my own energy is, is being transpired into it. And that interests me so much that you're in that space. And I kind of do and the audience that has listened to this podcast before know that I painted a log cabin out in the woods and I had a similar experience and I res I'm really quiet and resonate so much with the nature. And I'm in that space. Then that energy then becomes the energy of the painting then it's always amazing to me how other people will pick up on that energy. Mm-hmm. Like yours is peace and your emotional landscapes that look very much like water and seascapes mm-hmm. and mine are all abstract. Well, we're both talking about abstract paintings here. And so I just, do you have any insight into that? How people pick up on that energy in a painting? Or how they're able to? Yeah, I think it's it's that intuitive um, sense of you know, sort of like a gut feeling of, of whether you even like a piece of art or not. It's just it's if you're drawn to it and it, and it, and if it, you can feel it. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, people that are in I, I go back and forth for like it's like if someone's in anguish. I mean, I can sense that, and I'm, I'm pretty much an empath as well. I can sense their energy when they create it, but if I think the work will hold it. You could see it in the the lines and 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 how they you know put the marks on the paper. You can you can sense that. Um, and I think there's a lot of highly sensitive people out there that can can sense it as well. You know, they don't have to be an artist, but I think that as as intuitives and empaths, you can 
you could feel that energy and you could see it in, in the work. Well, let's say if you're not mm-hmm. an empath and you're not an intuitive, do you mm-hmm. think this is something that you can learn? Yeah, I think that it's, you know, art is another tool, another visual communication tool. Um, it's another language and you can learn the language. Uh, and yeah, and it's just getting in touch with it, practicing it, right? So the more that you practice it for yourself, um, and you can take classes, of course, but if you have that intimate connection with it, I think that, um, yeah, you learn things about yourself. I mean, Carl Jung, he's one of the great psychoanalysts. He created art for 365 days. He wasn't known as an artist, but he created little mandalas for 365 I did not days. know that. And I yeah. love Carl Jung. Yeah. And I did not know that he practiced art. Yeah. So he, um, he realized that within each of those mandalas, uh, his emotion coming up. And there was a connection between his emotions, the emotional state and the little drawings that he was creating. So, yeah, and you definitely, it's just about nurturing it. Now, do you, thank you for that. I did not know that about Carl Jung. Mm-hmm. Um, in working with a number of people, mm-hmm. have you seen, experienced people becoming more intuitive and more sensitive through making art? Oh, most definitely. That's what I'm saying. It's like that connection with the higher self. I think it's like one of the best compliments people can give me of like, wow, you showed me a strength that I didn't have. You know, you, you like taught me this like new, new language. You taught me like this new gift. I'm like, yes. Because <laughs> <laughs> you're practicing. You did the work. You showed up. <laughs> so Leah, um, my last question when I go on your website and your logo is your name with the key. Mm-hmm. And then on your website, you have a necklace with the key. Oh, do you have it on? Yes, I have it on. Your, your key <laughs> necklace. So what, what's that about? What is the key about? Yeah, when I first started showing up and like sharing my art with the world, I, I was like, I wanted to have a logo. And I was like, what should my logo be? And uh, I really love the idea of like connecting mind, body, and soul. Um, and I feel like that's what my practice is. And so the key is kind of like unlocking that. It's like that, con- I'm going to talk about connection, connection to source. Um, that's what I feel like it's like an unlocking. And then I put little hearts, three little hearts. Um, it's like an old style key. So yeah, that's what I feel like that's, a, that's about. And so I actually um, had my friend make this for me. And then I actually made a, a series of silver ones as well. This is gold, made one gold and then 16 silver ones. And I sold oh. them um, when I had created that set. Yeah. Oh, Leah, um, is there any, as we close this up, is there anything that, that you want to share? Or is there anything that you yeah. want our audience to know? Or yeah. I actually, um, I have a, f- a free Facebook group that like you can join. It's called the Creative Soul Online Retreat. Um, and what's, what's nice about this Facebook group is that every few months I'll do uh, online events. So that's why uh, online retreat, because I'll do different art experiences with different themes, whether it's about you know, creating abundance in your life, or if it's about getting into the creative flow or finding meaning in your work, those type of things. So if you um, are interested in just kind of experimenting or dabbling, uh, you're welcome to join us. It's a really great group of individuals. 
And Leah, share with our audience one more time the other places that they can find you. Oh, okay, great. So there's my website. Uh, there's leahguzman.com. And then there's also, I'm on Instagram as Leah Guzman Art and then Art Therapy Online. And I just want to remind the uh, the audience one more time, uh, we will be doing a second part of this podcast where Leah will be leading us through an experience. So you'll get the full 30-minute uh, experience of this process from her new book, Art of Healing and Manifesting. <laughs> Leah, thank you so much for being with us. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me, Melinda. It was a great chat. It was a great honor to have you on. And thank you for being with us on the frequency of creativity, where we are at the intersection of energy and art. To see how I energize paintings through nature and light, sign up for my newsletter at melindaharcurly.com. You'll see my new work, uh, my gallery exhibits coming up, and notices of the occasional giveaways of small prints that I have. And also, you'll get the links to the latest podcast, melindaharcurly.com. Now, today, be the art of your own healing and manifesting. Thank you for listening to the Superpower Network. Go now to superpowerexperts.com to unlock your superpowers and change your life today.